0: you excited yeah sure oh yeah i'm most excited that we're not doing the show drunk
1: welcome to adult harder the show where we teach you how to adult but like better some might even say way better pretty much
0: better mm. some better yeah man a bit better yeah usually better certainly not worse i wouldn't think i hope
1: not my name is clayton smith
0: i am ryan
1: smith we are actually brothers so that's interesting what a fun show for us wow. to host together as brothers it's a
0: little show i like to call my brother and me <laughs>
1: <laughs> just
0: that <laughs> uh ryan
1: how was your christmas um
0: delightful yeah. Filled with joy oh. and cigarette smoke mm. and egg nom, 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 rolls and all just, the traditional just all the all the things that go into making the holidays That's merry great. and bright. How were your uncle's shed cookies? Oh, I, mm, we can't talk about it. <laughs> so I, I, from what I'm told, uh, they, they were quite good. <laughs> from, mm, yeah, nice, nice dodge there.
1: Uh, well, guess what? Uh, yes. What? Now that Christmas is over, wait. How were your holidays? That's the oh, real question.
0: Great. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Go Let ahead. me ask you this. All right. Let me ask you a little question about your holidays. Sure. You know, we were really nervous about uh, you know you going home. Uh-huh, I remember that with your with your family and yeah. your parents uh-huh, and uh-huh, your uh-huh. family. Sure, and <laughs> other <such>. other <laughs> names for family members <laughs> yeah, right, that are escaping me at the moment That <laughs> definitely exist. <laughs> Whew. Uh, how did it all go? You know what? went pretty well.
1: Good. It went pretty well. Did you end
0: up going to that uh, distant relative? You weren't so oh, sure
1: if you were going to go? Turns out they scheduled that party for next week, and I am no longer at home. Oh. So, shoot, shoot, I missed it. Oh, oh, that's rough. That's called punting to next year. <laughs> <laughs> so that worked out pretty great. Uh, otherwise, it was pretty fun. Good. Like I was going to say, there was you know, a few little uh, lighthearted uh, little jabs yeah. in there, but uh, no one got no black eyes no one's dead no one lost their voice from screaming so much that's good i did roll my eyes a lot at some things mm-hmm. but then you know what i thought not gonna talk about not gonna not gonna not gonna add to that All right i'm not gonna say good. anything very good so it was uh it was you know it was, that was my christmas gift to the family <laughs> right <laughs> to not cause a scene
0: <laughs> uh well that's always nice
1: yeah but now christmas is over yes and now we're looking ahead and guess what happens next? I
0: don't know Christmas again. I assume because we're just going to keep doing Christmas <laughs> it's the shows. The holiday. <laughs> next comes New Year's Eve. Oh, that's true. Okay, I forgot yeah. about that. So yeah. that's pretty fun. It can be. What do you
1: like to do for New Year's Eve?
0: Um. Well, I I go either in one of two directions when it comes to New Year's Eve. Right?
1: Sideways
0: mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Diagonal, correct. You got it. Nice. All right. All right. Well, I also like New Year's. <laughs> All right. What do you do? Um, I mean, it depends, right? So I, I tend to either really go out in the sense that, like, I, I want to be at a party and around people, or I want to have a party, um, or something like that. Uh, I like to get drunk. To watch the ball drop, listen to music, hang sure. out with people I like, um, or I go complete opposite and I like to just stay home and forget that it's happening and go to bed early and oh, not nice. do it. <laughs> That's yeah, so good. So, so you still, know you're
1: a real adult. Yeah, there's
0: still I'm not I'm, I've never really had much in terms of like in between. Like I've never had like a couple of friends over. Um, or like, I, I can't even, I don't think I've ever really gone out for like some sort of a big party or something like that. Yeah, you it's probably usually, weren't invited to those. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's a rough life sometimes.
1: Sure is. Mm. Um, what man, about you? I, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I like staying in or yeah. going to like a, a friend's house or something. I, I like low-key New Year's Eve okay. and I like going out to like the bars and the big parties yeah, no, and things. it's a pain in the ass. It's terrible. You know, you pay like $100 for your ticket and it's like all you can drink. And everyone's like trying to drink as much as they can to make their money's worth. Naturally, and everyone's just yeah. throwing up on your feet. It's, Ugh. Uh, it
0: sounds terrible. It is terrible. So
1: I don't like that. So I'm like, yeah, I'd like low-key, and sometimes I'm in bed by 9 o'clock. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. And it feels real good. <laughs> I think last year I missed New Year's
0: completely. I think, yeah, I think I probably slept through. And every the... time zone. I slept oh, yeah, 24 yeah. hours straight through. <laughs> Pretty close. So good. <laughs> it's the way I like to celebrate.
1: Well, that's great. You know how some other people celebrate, Ryan? Um, no. By making resolutions. Oh, geez. What a transition. Did you catch that? <sighs> yeah. Super smooth, yeah, man. Yeah, Super bad. smooth. We're going to talk not today bad. about New Year's resolutions. Um, here's a thought. New Year's resolutions are some bullshit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. What, what and what makes you say that? I Here's,
1: mean, I have some strong feelings about New Year's resolutions. I can Ryan. tell. I can tell. Here's my thought. I get it, right? I get like, oh, this is an opportunity for me to make a declaration. that I'm going to be better. I'm going to be smarter. I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to. I don't know. Sleep, go to bed at nine o'clock every night. Ooh, yeah. That sounds so good. That's actually. You know, you know, you know what? what I'm on that's board? A, with. That, <laughs> that one's my that's my resolution. Um, but my thing is I don't get why we wait until December thirty first to say, you know what? Now's the time I'm gonna be better. Yeah. If you're gonna be better, just fucking be better. That's true. Just do it all the time. Yeah.
0: I mean I am sure there's some sort of a, a psychological thing that happens here, right? Where it's a, the start of a new year, sure, you're sort of starting sure. over completely, you have a you have a fresh start. It's <laughs> just a whole bunch of nonsense, Wah. right? I mean, at the end of the day, there, there's it's just a calendar. It, it doesn't actually mean anything. No. You could do this anytime you wanted.
1: Yeah. So. And why don't you? You know, just, mm. uh, yeah. just drives me nuts. And also, I'm glad you brought up this point about the calendar because we're going to talk about the history of New Year's Eve a little bit. And it wasn't even always January wasn't always a thing, mm. you know, and so this idea of the start of a new year is really kind of imaginary. Sure, Because time is a social construct, Ryan, (laughs) and it is not real. (laughs) (laughs) And that's a whole thing for another episode.
0: (laughs) Ghosts are real. (laughs) Ghosts are real. Time is definitely fictional. Yeah, for sure. So I'm glad you're on
1: board. (laughs) Uh, And so I don't think I'm the only one who thinks that New Year's resolutions are some bullshit, because according to U.S. News, uh, guess how many people... Abandon their resolutions by February. Is it all of them? It's almost all of them. <laughs> it's eighty percent of people. Well, 80%. That's, actually, that's actually that's actually not as bad. As God, I mean, that's I, a I, lot I, of people. Have you ever seen eighty percent of something? Yeah. It's quite a portion. Oh,
0: I, oh, definitely. I just figured it was more like uh, all of them, like a hundred percent. Yeah, like a hundred percent, ninety-nine point nine
1: percent. So, okay, so you your faith in humanity is completely restored. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, I'm feeling much nice. better about this. What
0: a great start to the new yeah. year. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,
1: only twenty percent of people are still doing this whatever thing, or at least. Well, these are also people who admit to not following through, too. So you might have right. other people who are like, oh, oh, I'm definitely doing it. Who are you? Yeah, yeah, definitely actually not, not doing it. Yeah, yeah, um, And then the University of Scranton did um, a study uh, where they found that only um, 8% of people actually achieve their resolution. So if your resolution is to lose five pounds, right. only 8% of people <laughs> actually do that. <laughs>
0: well, see, that's just setting yourself up for disappointment then, right? I yeah. mean, my God, why don't you come up with something better? Like, I don't know, maybe I'll just... Uh skip the burgers and fries this week yeah.
1: or maybe i'm gonna climb a flight of stairs at one point this year yeah super easy yeah for a lot of people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just do that especially if you have legs know, you if you legs oh my god legs are so they, good they work they, i mean they have to be well sure functional. that's very important but, of course right. uh working legs may make that so easy mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. um so uh resolutions are kind of dumb and no one seems to really follow through with them so um why do we make them? Why do we make resolutions, Ryan? Where do they come
0: from? I don't know. From someone's dumb brain, I assume. Yeah, uh, but definitely. I mean, <laughs> but uh, I, I assume it has something to do with, you know, like like I said a minute ago. I mean, the sort of the start of this new year. It's a fresh start. It's an opportunity to try new things and mm-hmm. be adventurous and interesting and get better. Um, and and I, you know, I don't know. It's just uh, uh, it's just a waste. <laughs> it's such a waste. <laughs> you know where resolutions started?
1: Yeah. Uh, ancient babylon oh, that makes and sense babylonians they would apparently they would um they would, at the beginning of their year and their years were tied to the harvest so they were not january was not a thing it was kind of more like spring summer ish sure um i didn't write down the actual
0: time of year because didn't care that much well, it would also but also kind of makes sense considering like spring feels like a start of something new yeah as opposed <laughs> january, to when everything is cold january. and dead <laughs> and miserable yeah <laughs> Um, So the
1: ancient Babylonians, they would make promises to their gods that they would pay their debts and return any objects that they had borrowed. Huh. This strikes me as interesting because A... If there is one person you probably don't want to get into debt with, I'm guessing it is a vengeful and all-powerful god.
0: That is probably the case. Mm -hmm. That sounds
1: like, uh, well, you're just asking for some trouble, my friend. Definitely. So I get the whole thing about making promises to pay back this debt. That makes a lot of sense because you are just – there's going to be smiting happening all over the place. (laughs) Um, I'm also confused about objects they had borrowed. I don't know if they had borrowed these objects from the gods. Right. If so, where do you find – how do you go knock on – a God's <laughs> door and say, Hey, can I borrow your lawnmower? All right. You know?
0: Yeah. I'll return it.
1: I'll definitely bring it back.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's it
1: seems I gotta say I don't think I could handle a lawnmower of the gods.
0: No, it's too it's much. It's probably made of lightning. Yeah. I assume. Too powerful. Definitely too powerful. It's just going to scorch that grass. So, I mean, I, I'm trying to maybe wrap my head around what this might mean. So, maybe it's like, um, you know, if uh, there's a tree and there's fruit and you eat the fruit off the tree, do you have to, like, plant another tree? Or if you cut that tree down to use it for firewood, do you have to plant another tree? Is that sounds returning like a lot of work. It? I don't know, that, maybe. I, I, I don't, I'm not uh, sure i thought. You know what? I would
1: just lie down and die. Yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> you know what? I'd <laughs> be like, well, sorry, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh so the ancient Babylonians they would do that. So it was kind of a resolution. Like I resolved to give you back that sugar you lent me yeah. the other day that nice. was, you know, supercharged with God
0: stuff. With <laughs> god lightning.
1: God lightning, god <laughs> lightning sugar. Um so that makes sense. And then the Romans also had their own kind of version of this. Um the Romans created a new calendar. And they named the first month January after the god Janus. Yes. Sure. You, you
0: familiar with this god Janus, right? Uh, I've, I've heard of this god Janus. I, I don't uh, know a lot about. Got two heads. Wow, that's too many heads. That is
1: one too many. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so one head looks forward and one head looks backward. So this whole idea of oh. January being the beginning of a new year was like, oh, we're looking to the future, but we're also looking to the past. Uh, and so... And uh, the Romans would celebrate the new year and the new beginning and all that stuff. And they would well, like, sense. make some sort okay. of resolution well, I, or some shit.
0: Wish I had a head that could look backwards, too. Mm. That sounds exciting.
1: Yeah. You know what? You could just look over your shoulder.
0: Okay. I could
1: just stand here and look backwards for you. Oh. I can see everything that's happening behind you right that's now. That's true. Yeah. Thank you. got some posters you. back there. Thank you. They're not sneaking up on you or anything. Woo. There's definitely no one hiding behind that lamp <clears throat> right behind you. Don't move. <clears throat> uh, so that's fun. And then the Christians came along, and they kind of adopted this too, and they took it as an opportunity to be like, "Hey, shoot, God, I'll do better next year, promise." <laughs> so that's pretty uh, nice. Now, uh, you know, of course, modern times; these resolutions are all secular, yes, for the most part, I would say. Um, so they're just still pretty dumb, I guess. <laughs> I guess to summar- yeah. summarize everything, yeah. it's all pretty dumb.
0: Yeah. What a great What a great show. It's called. <laughs> Look at all this stuff you can do. It's all real dumb. It's all real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so a little bit later in the show we're going to talk with one of our colleagues Beth Ryan who yeah uh, I think exemplifies what I think a resolution should be which is just resolve to do something and just fucking do it all the time. Yeah. You know what's a good time the good day to start a new resolution? Today. Yep.
0: Yesterday. Yep. Right now. Yep. Tomorrow. September 17th. Tomorrow. <laughs> May March 4th. Oh, okay. All right. May 2nd. May 33rd.
1: Nope, nope. See, oh. you, you don't you know I don't think you're quite understanding where I'm going with this oh. here, but these are we're talking about real days. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't really wanna do this so, <laughs> so I, I oh, picked right? a day it doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna have Beth on. She's gonna talk about how she manages to just be completely badass all year round. Yeah. So that's gonna be great. Before we jump over to that though, um I found this list on Wikipedia. It's definitely real, mm-hmm. definitely factual. <laughs> and it's the top things that people resolve to do uh you know on an average year yeah and some of these are i mean some of them are very obvious you know improve finances get out of debt um think more positively lose weight exercise more there's someone here that i think are (laughs) they're fun okay (laughs) we'll say um here's one get along better with people improve social skills i think that's something that you could resolve to do ryan I think I get along pretty well with just about everyone. You get along well definitely with some people. There's at least one or two folks. We get along pretty well. You're also a little bit of a curmudgeon.
0: Well, okay. All mm-hmm. right. That's not Maybe my this fault. this is a good it, That's it, it, life. That's called life, my friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, I don't want to get along better with anyone. I'm doing great. Yeah, that's true. You don't need any more friends. No, I just... There's too many of you idiots running around as it is.
1: Uh, one on here says, settle down, get engaged, get married, have kids. And that sounds like a lot of ground to cover in one year.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Who? All right. I mean... Uh, again, and, and that, to me, that's one of those things when you talk about things like getting married or having kids or whatever the case may be. Um, you may want to settle down. Everyone should settle down. Sure. In real hype real right, <laughs> right now. Uh, i got settle <laughs> down. Um, uh, you can't put timelines on these kinds of things. You can't be like, this is the year. This is the year. I'm going to get married, have some kids. Going to do gonna it. Going to find
1: the person. Oh. Going to marry that person. Going to have nine kids with that person. <laughs> right? What a year it's going to oh, be. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Uh, I also like take a trip. Which I think is sound advice. Sure. Also, though, probably not something you need to resolve to do on January first. Right. Maybe you could be like, you know what, I'm gonna get in my car and just go somewhere. Yeah. Just take a get little get drive. It yep. Go on the time. old.
0: Go on the old internet. Get myself a flight. Done. Yeah. and Done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Go on I vacation. See one, I see one on here that I like. Um. Uh. Spend less time on social media. No, it seems that's not gonna happen. And that's what. Well, I gotta tell you though. You know, again, this is a great situa- uh, You know, great um example. I. Stopped going on Facebook as much. Uh, you know, I, I deleted it from my phone. Now and then, I go on the internet and I'll look at it Such and that a sort of thing. Bad millennial, right? I know, I'm really bad at this. Um, it, but I didn't need. It wasn't a New Year's resolution. It was like, oh my god, I'm so tired of reading all of this garbage. I'm just getting rid of it. Like I just, I didn't need a specific date and say, this oh day.
1: man, I can't wait till seven weeks from now when I can finally get rid
0: of this garbage. <laughs> right. Uh, take matters into your own hands, for God's sake.
1: Ooh, how about be more involved in sports? That's on the list. Is it really? It's on the list, which I think probably amounts to. Watching more football games, getting makes drunker sense. while doing it, and throwing <laughs> things at the TV. Get That's really great, involved right. with that. Do you really think I'm bowling weird. as a sport? Because I would love to get more yeah, involved with bowling. Bowling's the best, right? You know what? Yeah. We should get involved in bowling. Let's make not a resolution. Not until next year. <laughs> yeah, we'll start January first. Yeah. I mean, not go bowling when, right now.
0: I don't know when the leagues start. They may not start until like you know spring. But you know what? Well, then this is never going to work out. But you know what? But as of January first, we're going to decide mm-hmm. that we're going to start bowling more.
1: Yeah. In the spring. And then by February, we are going to abandon that plan. We'll completely abandon it. All about it. Um, So uh, we're going to talk to Beth, I think, right now about uh, how she just, you know, does a lot of these amazing things just all year round. Mm -hmm. Uh, And maybe she'll give us some tips on how we can just kind of seize the moment and live every day like it's New Year's Day. That's not inspirational that it's sound pretty kind good of we put that on uh, like a poster
0: definitely yeah yeah normally i'm hung over on new year's day so i, <laughs> I would not want to live like it's <laughs> new year's true. day all the time live but- like it's january 3rd <laughs> there you go <laughs> give yourself a little buffer
1: all right we're gonna take a quick break when we come back we will have beth ryan and then after that maybe we'll get ryan to tell us uh he's gonna do 2018 a little better than he did 2017
0: oh boy Doll Harder is brought to you by Oats Overnight. Oh, man. I love Oats Overnight. and I got to tell you, we're talking about New Year's resolutions and all this kind of nonsense. (laughs) Stupid bullshit. It's just just awful. But if you do have one and you feel like maybe eating healthier is the way to go, a great way to start your day is... Bacon. Okay. Well, it's fine. But better than that... Eggs. Delicious Uh also. But better than that... Steak. Oats overnight. Oh, yeah. I did
1: not see where you were going with this, <laughs> but now I'm on board. Oats
0: overnight is uh, is healthy. It's packed full of protein and amazing superfoods. I'm reading this
1: right now. Do you know that oats overnight has as much protein as five eggs? That's a lot of That's eggs. So much protein, man. <laughs>
0: You're ready for you're ready to roll for the day once you have some of that. I'll tell you so much protein. Yep, pack full of deliciousness. Uh, three and great so
1: flavors, much protein. And so much protein. Mm-hmm. Just so much. Three great flavors. Each yeah. one has so much protein in it. You <laughs> will just go crazy. Uh, what are they? The apple cinnamon is so good. Yeah. Strawberries and cream, very tasty. Oh, amazing! My favorite. The chocolate peanut butter banana. It's <laughs> like getting dessert for breakfast. Mm-hmm. It's The best.
0: But it's also healthy and good for you, so you can keep your stupid ass New Year's resolution going. So dumb. (laughs) So
1: eat oats overnight at least until February, and then you can safely be part of the 80% that drops it off completely.
0: Or, or. Eat it forever because it's so good. (laughs) Be
1: one of the 8% who (laughs) really does some shit. That's
0: right. You can head on over to uh, Oatsovernight.com. Use the uh, adult15 code. Right,
1: adult15 gets you 15% off of literally any order on the website.
0: Hey, did you know it's free shipping too? I've heard that before. Shipping's free. That's amazing. Get your ass over to Oatsovernight.com. Use adult15 and uh, go keep your New Year's resolution rolling with Oats Overnight.
1: All right, we're back in the studio, and we have with us a very special guest today. Wouldn't you say so, Ryan?
2: Uh, I'd say quite
0: special.
1: Yeah, we have uh, our colleague Beth Ryan is here. Beth, thank you so much for joining us.
2: You are so welcome. Thanks <laughs> for asking me, guys.
1: Yeah. Now, we wanted to have you in because um, we we're talking today about how New Year's resolutions are fine if you're into that sort of thing, <laughs> I guess. But usually, you know, but it might be a better idea to maybe just be better at doing stuff all year round. And we started talking about who we know, who's just, um, who's good at that, and you just seem like a real badass every day of the year. And so uh, we wanted to bring you in and ask you, how do you, how do you do that, Beth?
2: <laughs> if I had that all figured out, Clayton. So, first, I guess
1: the real first question is, where do you get the energy for <laughs> all the thing, many, many things that you do?
2: That's another good question, Clayton. No. I, I think I'm a, the the kind of person that that really just has a natural high level of energy and then like I, I dig exploring things. I'm, I'm let curiosity lead me. So when it comes to resolutions, um, I've tried and I've tried and I've tried and I've resolved and I've resolved and <laughs> I've resolved and then I failed and I failed and I failed, you know, to do these, these large magnitude for 365 days kind of thing. So I just basically started saying, hey, we have, you know, today and, and what can we do today? So I, I think I just really approach, like I, I, I dig projects, I dig collaborating with others, you you know, I think my energy ebbs and flows based on, you know, w- what's going on in life. And
1: I think about um, the work that we do together, you and, Ryan mm-hmm. and I do, we're all professors here, and um, every, seems like every semester <laughs> you take your classes and a lot of times it'll be the same class that you've taught, semester's past, right? And you're looking for a new pedagogy or a new way to deliver that or new assignments to give or new, uh, you know, in-class discussions to have. And when I do a class, I think, Oh man, I've done this once before. Now it's on autopilot because I don't have the energy to kind of, you know remake the class every semester. But you seem like hungry to do that, and so I guess I mean that's only one small part of um, mm-hmm. of the work that you do every day. But how do you how does how where does that inspiration come from?
2: um i it's funny that you ask that at this time of the year because we are (laughs) wrapping up a semester Mm -hmm. and and i feel like i'm in this split brain mode of trying to to wrap up get final grading done do all the evaluative and assessment you know parts of our job and at the same time these ideas just start coming. they're the morphing i think Um, I get energy by bouncing ideas off of other people. And sometimes it's on the very last day of class when a student will say something to me that will give me that aha moment. Even if it was like, you know, this project sucked because X, (laughs) Y, Z. You know, I had a slacker, you know, colleague or whatever. And again, I think the underlying theme for me that I'm noticing more and more each academic cycle is, I literally let curiosity lead me. And I'm a curious person by nature, and instead of that being beat out of me in the Catholic school system, which many <laughs> nuns have tried <laughs> and failed, um, I I just have this natural quest for helping people learn. And so I think, as fast paced as our world moves today, that as an, as an academic, that has to look different each semester because. You know, we just can't afford to be lecturing off of 1997 PowerPoint slides anymore.
1: In addition to your work uh, at the at the college here, uh, I mean, you do so much. What else? What else goes on in your daily life?
2: So I do some nonprofit consulting, particularly in leadership development, in some strategic planning, in in goal setting areas as well. So,
0: um, so I mean, we talked a little bit about the fact that um, when you're looking for resolutions and looking at resolutions and coming up with these ideas, um, it. In many ways, what was it like, eighty percent or something like that, or was it more? End up failing within, by February. Yeah, in yeah. a very short period of time. So, I mean, for you, I mean, what is it? How does that work, right? Because is it more about um, maybe not so much resolutions, but kind of goal setting? I mean, do you have like sort of like the the short term, long term, or, or I mean, what's the what's the process look like?
2: The process for me is is arguably pretty messy. <laughs> and and I was thinking about the topic today in resolution, so you know, dictionary.com helped me out this morning. The 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 word resolution itself is a firm decision to do or not to do something. And I, I don't know where in society we got this, you know, once a calendar year I'm going to resolve, you know, firmly decide to do or not to do this thing for 365 days, hence underlying tone of this will last the rest of my natural born life then, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I think resolution, I'm kind of like such a word queen also, right? Mm -hmm. Like resolution itself sounds limiting to me then. Like I'm either going to – I'm going to – Fail. <laughs> and then there's 364 more days in the year to kind of tell myself how much I suck, right? So I started shifting my language, literally, to, well, what do I intend to do? Like, So the word intention, you know, I intend to be a kinder person today. And that helps me sort of ebb and flow with it because my process is messy. I, I've tried so many different, you know, probably over my 30-year, you know, adult life, so many different um franklin covey planners <laughs> to-do lists you know like you know put things in spreadsheets and check them off and whatever and and none of them work consistently for me so process is a little messy i find resolutions too big and confining so i have to break it down to what do i intend to do today
1: hmm. i think it's a good point because when you resolve to do something if you don't accomplish it it's over <laughs> yeah, right right you, there's you, you've, there's you've like missed. a hard <laughs>
2: measure and then there's no oh you were second best today beth at that instead of I fell short of the goal that I said you know so the word intention to me allows a little bit more freedom maybe in I'm kind of aiming or planning you know, aspiring to, you know, be a better person or to lose weight or to, you know, remain. For for me, I I think it's also I I intend to continue learning myself as an academic and to continue to help other people learn. And so there you have it. Hmm.
1: Would you say you have any other intentions that you're trying to be mindful of? Besides, I mean, those are two very big, all-encompassing things. Um, Is there anything (laughs) else specifically that you have been thinking to yourself recently, like, I I intend to do this?
2: I intend—I mean, this is going to sound so corny, um, but we all work at the same institution in a nation right now where there seems to be a lot of negativity and a lot of— Contentious narrative, you know. Um, and I, I've been th- reflecting at the end of the semester, and there, I, I think at the end of a calendar year, there's this natural reflection time period. And I've been reflecting and thinking, you know, how can I contribute to a more positive problem solving dialogue rather than bitch about what's not working, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: why not wait until the first day of the year to start that? <laughs> it gives you a nice base. You say it's day one. I've done it one yeah. whole day. It's easy to count how many Woo-hoo! days you've done this. Yeah. Why Why? I mean, we're so close to the new year now. Yeah. Why not just wait a little bit and then like really set yourself? Why Why start doing that now?
2: Well, knowing myself pretty well at this point in my adult life is when thoughts and ideas and inspiration come through me, I can't wait. I mean, it, it's coming up in my mind and in my you know creative thought process now so why not lean into it and aspire why don't I practice a little bit now so that I'm more ready for day one and then the second part of that is I can be honest with I don't know what mood I will wake up on right. <laughs> January 1st mm-hmm. and how strong I'll be physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Can I conquer that goal today or not? I might wake up feeling like a slug or hung over from the night before or, you know, sinus headache and I don't think I can get on the treadmill today or whatever it is. So it's, it's kind of a, a, of a rhythm thing for me also.
0: Um so you talked a little bit about um, sort of you don't know how you're going to wake up. And, and right. you had a pretty serious uh, situation not that long ago. Yes, um, I did. Where, uh, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm going to guess that it was probably difficult to um, uh, have these goals or intentions and things like that. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about about that and, and kind of the process there. In terms
2: Absolutely. Of- um, for those of you listening and don't know me, I was diagnosed in right around March 1st of 2015 um, with pretty aggressive breast cancer. And um, talk about talk about life changing in, in so many ways is, you know, January and February, and, and I can give a personal example. I was literally fit and lean and healthy, and it was the 49th year of my life. Mm. And I felt like, you know, I had achieved and arrived and I you know ran a marathon and you know, was healthy, active fit. and nothing, absolutely positively nothing in my life prepared me for, a diagnosis of serious breast cancer and i was like what you got to be kidding right so what whatever personal practices i was doing in, in health and fitness and you know career progression and and you know personal life you know development and everything else literally went out the window in a minute when you get something superimposed on you of like oh welcome to The next, you know, two years of your life of intense chemotherapy and three surgeries and, you know, double mastectomy and reconstruction and like not only my body, but my my whole entire being is different as as I knew it. And, you know, definitely going through that process has. You know, being on the other side of it now and being healthy, and you know, rebuilding my immune system and regaining, has really made me think about this whole thing about resolution and intention and whatever. Is I'm not in control, really, right? Mm -hmm. Of of everything I do every single day. Um, I had a nice little to do list, and again, that went out the window with a cancer diagnosis. So now, I find it gives me a little bit more. freedom, I think, and latitude to think in terms of, well, what do I intend to accomplish? Um, How do I intend to be as a person? How do I intend to treat others? What do I intend, you know, to, to get out of the semester with a group full of students? You know, what do I intend for them to learn and walk away with? And I think that that is a a more comfortable way for me to live going forward now because, you know, whatever I resolved to do before changed in an instant with a diagnosis. And, and I'm not, I don't have the same physical capacity that I did two years ago, you know? So my world has to be different,
1: you know? What was your outlook on intentions and following through on them for the diagnosis versus <laughs> after you know that and the ensuing, fight. it's.
2: I, I'm glad you guys actually asked me about this because it it's um, something I don't talk about every day because I also don't want to kind of stay in that like disease framework of oh I had cancer so I have the big you know scarlet letter mm. you know branded on me or something that. Um, but but definitely I, from a career standpoint and from a, an academic standpoint and from even a personal standpoint, I think I was a little more intense or aggressive with resolving to do things like I really, you know, if if I didn't, I would be measuring myself more. Um, harshly sometimes, too, if I, if I didn't live up to something I set out to do, like losing 10 pounds or, you know, being able to run this marathon at a certain pace per mile or, you know, whatever it was. And I think going through such an aggressive and, and arduous process, I, I mean, I, I, I literally feel like chemotherapy, especially, um, chewed me up and spit me out the other side, you know? And I felt like I was a ravished wasteland at the end. And I think picking up the pieces of my life when the serious pieces of treatment are done, um, yet I'm not the same, I don't have the same physical and you know capacity that I used to. Almost forced upon me, I either better shift toward, a, I don't want to say an easier, softer way, <laughs> but a, a, a way, and I think the, the framework of intention works better for me rather than resolving because I really have learned that lesson over and over and over again. I can resolve to do something, but... My physical capability is different because I have a reconstructed body, you know, so I, I, you know, I have to flow a little bit differently now, I guess. And so the framework of intention gives me a little bit more latitude and freedom than a resolution that's either I set this measure and I didn't make it or I did. And it, it kind of fuels my ego, I guess, if I resolve to do something and I did it and then I think I can take credit for it when I really can, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Do you have any advice for someone who really wants to make that shift to intention from resolution, but it's hard for them to do because they haven't had something so life-altering? Um, what else, you know, what can what can we do to try to you know make that a meaningful shift in our lives?
2: I would say that if you don't have life interrupted the way I did with a um, a life-threatening disease and having to fight for your life, literally. Um, I, I would say to people to really explore the notion of control, right? You know, we really don't have – I think there's this illusion in, in society today that we have control. And I think our national, you, you know, polit- political arena plays into that, you know. And I just – I'd say start with exploring the illusion of control. And then secondly is, is literally begin practicing whatever your spiritual beliefs are – mindfulness, reflection, incorporate daily, you know, some some still time, some quiet time. I'm going to start thinking about that on January 1st. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll check in with you on January 2nd. Let's <laughs> <how> go <laughs> um,
0: Now, I mean, we weren't obviously uh, around necessarily during while you were going through your, your treatment, but um, occasionally we would see you here and there. And it, it seemed like you were always um, uh, at least – with us I mean in a really sort of positive state of mind in a positive place um, and, and it always seems like that for the most part I mean even now and, and obviously um, you know going through something like that um, how, do you, how do you stay in in kind of that, that positive state of mind during something like that but also just in general I mean I feel like it's as we've talked about today in this day I mean it's very easy yeah, to I mean, get
1: you know no matter what your intention is if you fall <laughs> oh, out of that yeah. positive space it yeah. becomes suddenly very difficult yeah
0: so.
2: Right, and I mean, I think for each of us, here I am, you know, proclaiming that we should all have a little daily routine of some quiet time or mindfulness or meditation or yoga practice, you know, anything that will get our minds and bodies and spirits connected and still for a minute even, and I do that and then, you know, five minutes on the road and here comes the road rage <laughs> or <laughs> train is late and delayed right. and, you know, stupid, stupid, stupid. Uh-huh. Um, I, I would say being very much a, a realist also is, you know, I'm going to apologize in advance for cursing, mm-hmm. but, you know, you got to get your motherfuckers out too, right? <laughs> I, I'll never forget working with a colleague once who's just like, B, you, you know, go out there and smoke a cigarette. I'm like, well, AJ, I don't smoke. And he's like, well, you got to get your motherfuckers out. Right. <laughs> so, I, you know, just because I went through this cancer treatment, it's interesting, Ryan, that you asked me how I remain or appear positive all the time. Um, that's because I I believe I, I took on this whole arduous thing. And part of it is dark and hard and frustrating and and ass kicking and. If I denied that that's what I was going through, or still even in 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 our our life, and you know, as as academics now, um, I I have to allow myself time and space and trusted you know friends or colleagues or my husband to to get my motherfuckers out right mm-hmm. to just bitch and moan about this, but then it comes full circle back to intention as I catch myself sometimes in this pattern of. Oh my gosh, I've saw, you know, Ryan and Clayton three days in a row and all I did was bitch about this meeting or what this person <laughs> said or, you know, life is going to hell in a handbasket and then I catch myself and say, That's not what I intend to keep putting out there because I, I also believe in kind of like that law of reciprocity of that what you put out there comes back to you too right mm-hmm. so I, I think i have learned with with people i know and trust to say hey is this a safe space i gotta dump some shit, and then say well h- help redirect me because i, I don't want to stay like that you know Yeah. so
1: I love the idea of being a realist. I think that kind of ties all yeah. your points together, right? So be, yeah. um, be realistic about your intentions and what you can accomplish. Be realistic about the state of the world and how little control you have. And be realistic about what you're putting out into the world and what you can do. And... Um,
2: and be realistic about our human limitations of, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you set out to do something and then, you know, you're going to fall a little short. And be realistic that, you know, we got a lot of ebbing and flowing to do as a human, you know.
1: Uh, well, Beth, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us the, uh, some great advice, I think, to close the year out with. Yeah, definitely.
2: So, so intend rather than resolve will Tend be my final resolved. word on the subject. Right, we'll That's see. my final answer. Perfect. I thank love it. You, yeah, thank you thank guys you for having me. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. I enjoy listening to your weekly podcast. Well, thank you so much. Happy New Year!
1: Well, we hey, you know what? Hey, 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 everybody, hey, hey, we're back! Oh, thank goodness, we're back! Um, so, uh, all joking aside, that's a pretty, uh, pretty great interview. Yes, with Beth. right. Uh, really nice of her to open up about um, some of her struggles. Yes, to us. Um. Do you? How are you? What do you think? What do you think? What's your intention going to be? How are you going to adult harder in uh in you know from here on out all the way through let's say twenty eighteen?
0: You know I mean all right here's the thing I mean we we spent an entire episode talking about it right uh, of you don't need to start at a particular period in time right so yeah for me um I'm just gonna. Keep on keeping on, as the kids say. Huh. All right, here's, here's here's. So you're
1: happy with your current trajectory? I wouldn't you say think I'm happy you're with going it. on this
0: path, but I think that I think that I can continue to do things that I've been that I've been doing, um, uh, such as uh, exercising on a on a more regular basis. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, uh, saving some money by by maybe not going out as much. Oh, speaking but of, we are gonna we're going to the tiki bar to this, right? Definitely. Rate. Okay, good. And I'm gonna buy all the most expensive drinks. Oh yes. Okay. Ah, sorry. I'm keep going. Yeah. But that's tomorrow. We'll start yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is tomorrow. <laughs> no. Um. You know. So I'm just gonna keep doing. The things that I've been doing that I, that I felt like were were things that I needed to do throughout the year, and I'm gonna uh, hopefully improve on them. Uh, okay. However, I'm not going to get caught up in the fact that you know maybe I'm gonna have some days where I don't do exactly as planned, such as. Today, for example,
1: when we go to that tiki bar, that's great, uh, and I like that because so we talked today with Beth about you know starting today, not yeah. waiting for the new year. You started like months ago. Yeah, I was. You I started are, yesterday. you and the ahead of the day curve. Before.
0: Oh man, I was. I was ready. I was born ready for you. You're a real inspiration to me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, what about
1: you? Uh, I think that I, in a way, I think I'm going to also continue doing what I've been focusing on here the last few months of the year. Um, what I really want to do into 2018 and beyond. Is really work to grow uh, both Media Empire Media mm. into something bigger, and you know, eventually down the road, I don't, it's probably going to be more than a year, but something self-sustaining and something like a big network of really cool shows with a lot of great talented people. Um, just keep growing this thing, and I want to harder. We're just going to make this better and better. I think that's yeah. my that's my intention.
0: You know how I think we can make it better?
1: What's that? Beer it's definitely
0: just, worth uh it's uh, interesting you say that
1: right we might have uh, might have some some interesting news coming up here in uh, 2018 hmm
0: i love beer
1: hmm me too interesting isn't it
0: ah uh, yes you know what 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 i'm gonna do and uh, how am i gonna dull harder beer
1: Mm, Well, I think we're going to maybe be able to help you with that. Stay tuned next year. Before we let you go for the year, though, folks, this has got me so excited uh, about doing better things in the coming days, months, and years that uh, we actually sent out a request to uh, all our guests who have been on Adult Harder this year and asked them to share with us how they're going to Adult Harder in 2018. And some of them even got back to us. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody. This is Victor Mazio from the episode De-Stress Already. In 2018, I'm going to adult even harder by reading Marie Kondo's Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. I'm going to follow her instructions to declutter my home, and when that's done, I'm going to throw a swanky-ass cocktail party, just like Clayton, Ryan, and Percy talked about in their episode. Happy New Year!
2: Hi, this is Erin from the episode on culture, and uh, the one big way that I want to adult harder in 2018 is to do more volunteering, and not just like showing up now and then at a random soup kitchen and charity fundraiser, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I want to commit to a regular volunteering gig that is meaningful to me. First and foremost, I want to do my part to help those in need, but I think it'll also be a great way for me to get more connected to my brand new hometown of Chicago. What up, Chicago? Happy New Year! Hey, everybody. This is Jordan Quattlebaum from uh, the Santa Trap episode of Adult Harder. I just want to give you a shout out and say, hey, thanks for listening. Uh, Adult Harder, you guys are great. Thanks for having me. Um, New Year's resolution for 2018 this year. I'm going to be launching a podcast called Dungeon Masters of the Universe. Really appreciate it if you guys gave it a listen. It's a uh, few friends and I sitting around a table playing games like Dungeons & Dragons, Shadowrun, Battletech, and Call of Cthulhu. It's going to be a blast. Uh, tune in. Give us a listen. Should, should be ready uh, sometime first quarter 2018. All right. Cheers, you guys. Hi, this is Kara Daynert from How to Curse Like a Goddamn Adult. So, how am I going to adult harder in 2018? Well, the bar is pretty low. I don't adult that hard as it is. My initial thought was to say all the cliches, you know, I'm going to run more, I'm going to drink less. But I don't know if those are true or not. What I've decided is that In 2018, in order to adult harder, I'm going to be more present. I'm going to be more focused. Um, I'm going to multitask less. I'm going to avoid distractions, um, especially with the important people in my life. I'm going to be a more present mom, a more present daughter, and a more present friend. So here's to hoping. Cheers. Hi, this is Rory from I Am Rory, the Food Blog. I was on the Adult Harder episode where we talked about holiday recipes. In 2018, I'm going to Adult Harder by launching a new ebook full of healthy recipes and meal plans for people to start off the year right. Merry Christmas, everyone. This is Denise Smith, Clayton's mom. Enjoyed being on the podcast a week or two ago. And I will be adulting harder in 2018 as I continue in my brand new role as an operations analyst for a company here in St. Louis. Uh, It's a different role for me. I have always been self-employed along with my husband, Clayton's dad, for many, many years and then the director of a nonprofit. So being in the for-profit corporate world is a totally new thing for me and so far so good and I look forward to the new things I'll be learning in the new year. Thanks all, and have a great new year.
0: Hi, hard adulters. This is Hollis from the episode on how to decorate for the holidays like a serious real person. We've set a few adulty goals for 2018, but the one that I am most excited and, quite frankly, terrified about actually requires some help from you. So thanks to the team at Media Empire Media, I am launching my own podcast, and it's so scary, but I think that's exactly why I need to do it. It's centered around learning about intimidating, topical, or even simple subjects that we should probably have a better handle on, but at least in my case, seriously don't. So if you're interested, please look for It's Never Too Late to Ask coming in 2018, and you guys have a fantastic new year. Bye!
1: Hey, and our friend uh, Neil Tobin, the necromancer, remember him? Oh, from yeah, from the, the Incredible ghost, ghost episode. Yeah, he was, uh, He's his, his schedule is insane, but he did take time to send us uh, some text of what he's going to be doing. Mm. And um, according to Neil Tobin, he says, I'll be adulting harder in the coming year by helping people make peace with mortality through public performances of my new interactive theater show in Chicago and several other locations yet to be announced. Nice. Neil has got a, his new show is going on the road. Ugh. When we know more about that, we'll let everyone know.
0: Well, I guess that about
1: wraps it up for us here.
0: Oh, thank God! See you, 2017. Boy, what a what a year it was, huh? Oh, so much! It was a, such a great
1: year with lots of mm. lots of good good stuff. No, happened. Um, no. Some good. No. I mean, some some no. <sighs> well we uh we started this podcast well that's
0: true that's that's, that's, that's something yeah. that's pretty that's pretty good
1: everything else was
0: just straight up friggin dumpster fire. dumpster
1: fire yeah <laughs> absolutely well you know what hey here's hoping that 2018 is going to be a little bit better cheers fools yeah hey special thanks also to Stephen luna for writing the uh, extra music we have uh, on the episode today and for our theme song which we have every week. <laughs> he's just so friggin' good. Uh, it's just so gross how good he is at stuff. Right.
0: Punch him in his face. Just You, you know what? I think you should. Mm, no, I, he's too nice. He's I,
1: very I, nice. I can't do it. Yeah, that's probably best. Alright, y'all. Have a great New Year's Eve and we'll see you in 2018. Empire Media.